see. Well, hi, Eric. How are you today? I am doing, no, I ain't going to say I'm doing good. <clears throat> I'm tired. It's been a long week. Um, and yeah, I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm a little exhausted. I wouldn't say tired. I'm exhausted. Oh, wow. Wow. Just a lot, a lot on your plate. Yeah. Um, being a teacher, <clears throat> we had our Black History um, presentation today. We did Living Wax Museum. <clears throat> so each kid was a different person. Most of them had a poster board, which helped because I teach preschool. So okay. a lot of them said their, you know, their presentation, they did good. Some of them, you know, get shy or act goofy, but it was a good presentation. So, you know, just preparing for that, making sure that went smoothly. And yeah, it's just been a long day. And then the weather here in Indianapolis <clears throat> is raining, supposed to sleet, snow. So I'm kind of like, please, please let it happen. So I get some rest. <laughs> no day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we are all us teachers at the school is like, please let it be a snow day because, whoo, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're you're 45 minutes uh, from me. So we're going to get that same type of weather. So <laughs> unfortunately, um, I work from home. So even if it's snow, nothing stops me from working. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to hear that. We don't want to hear that. No, but that's not fair. Like, okay, if it snows, you get a day off. If it snows for me, I still have to work. It doesn't matter what the weather is. <laughs> yeah, but depending on your at-home job, you might be able to only have to work a little bit or you could, it's a chill, you could be in your pajamas, whatever, like we got to go get up, you know, we do, and if you got your own kids, then you're dealing with other people's kids, it's like, and you got to come home and deal with yours, just depending, my son comes over uh, every other weekend, without a doubt, but he does, some comes over during the week, every blue often, but it's, you know, but for the moms, they, dealing with the kids and they even on they on our day off it ain't no day off for them because they kids at home so you got it you got it good so don't be talking trash <laughs> i'm not talking trash i was giving you my woes of working from home on the snow day and you're like i don't uh, you, you was trying to you was trying to throw it all in our face i work from home no i wasn't I was that's cool that's cool i, I, was, I was actually saying that on a snow day you get a day off and I still have to work. I don't get a day off. That's all I was saying. <laughs> but <laughs> but you teach preschool. What what made you um what inspired you to teach? Uh I know what <clears throat> so <laughs> um I was working at a call center um and I got fired because I started speaking and I would go speak more. I would miss more I was missing too much work. <clears throat> so a lady from my job uh, I mean from my church was like you know I'm a principal I got a job opening I'm like okay what is it she was like working with um special education I'm like okay you know I, I was I'm born with a disability so I'm like oh, I kind of can understand these kids a little bit or something like that um yeah it definitely <clears throat> it wasn't what I thought it was so I worked at another school I was I got good at it I got good at being a teacher I got good at working with autistic kids and different stuff like that but um the township I worked in it was like you don't get paid because I wasn't a um I don't have a degree or anything so I'm uh what's it called what is it called a classified a classified worker so like when it's breaks we don't get paid <clears throat> and then they weren't paying us enough like they should have been paying us more so one of my close friends is a director of the school she was like I got an opening I need some teachers I'm like how much you pay you know, do you pay more than what I get paid there? Right. And it was like, yeah, 
I was like, okay, bet. So this year, well, <clears throat> this school year, I started doing preschool. So now I was working with somebody else. Now I got my own classroom. So <clears throat> it was very challenging working with students, especially little ones, but I still love it in the same sense because I'm their startup. I'm the startup kid. You know, they're, what they learn from me and move on is what they're going to, you know, is going to, you know, I'm helping them build for the future. So I got to take it serious, but still have fun with them, even though they, you know, a little baby. Yeah, I mean, this is important, the fundamentals. Like, yes, like each year we, we get older, we build, build upon that, but our foundation, like that's important and has to be solid, you know, going forward. So um, kudos to you. Um, I know that takes a lot of patience and um, I just appreciate the educators and the healthcare, you know, um, providers because you guys are on the forefront every single day, no matter what happens. Even during the pandemic, you guys had to teach at home, you know, like virtually and things like that. So I know that that was like, you guys got it bad during the whole pandemic. So um, I, I just love you guys. <laughs> thank you. <clears throat> yeah, thank and you. I, go ahead. No, I was just saying thank you. Cause <clears throat> for me, I hear it a lot more. Like when I worked with this, the in special education, I was like, they was like, oh, okay. But now that I'm more of a preschool teacher, I hear that appreciation more and it's like, it kind of, cause I, uh, my love language is words of affirmation. So oh. when I hear that, <clears throat> you know, that help that, that builds me up. Cause it's like, okay, I'm doing a good job. Cause like you said, this, whoo, this ain't easy. And you definitely got to have patience. You if you ain't got patience working in school is not for you. <laughs> I can imagine, which is why I'm not in school. <laughs> That's why I have an appreciation. <laughs> But yeah, and, and I found this inspiring because I did um, view one of your episodes on your podcast and you were explaining how there was, there was a time that you weren't even granted the opportunity of employment because of your disability. You know, so the fact that you, you rose above that and you found a career or something that you like, that is, that's amazing. And that kind of segues into you calling yourself the underdog, right? Um, mm -hmm. I love that. I just love that because I always have like, what am I trying to say? I've always had admiration for the, I don't call it the underdog, but I call it like the, um, the underestimated, you know, because, because when you're not quote unquote, whatever, you know, you're, you're underestimated. And I've, I always felt like I was a part of that too, um, in this innocence of not belonging. And I know that we all have different def definitions of what we feel underestimated, right? So you use the word um, underdog and you broke barriers, you have businesses. I mean, your story is just so inspirational. So I just want you to take the time to just share your story with the audience. Um, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I won't, uh, cause like, it's so crazy. Cause when I first started speaking the, um, like, you know, how I was born and all that, but then as life went on, like, I got so much more as an adult, like life didn't beat me, like the pandemic, I got it. So I'm gonna, let me get into the story before I get to talk too much. So I was born with a rare disease called club hands, which made my arms short. So um, everybody has two bones is uh, somewhat a U and then a radius. The radius is the main bone. That's the bone I don't have. And it wasn't hereditary, genetic, nothing. Nobody else in my family ever had it. It was God picked me, I, you know, to be that way. So when I was born, you know, my mom loved me like any mom would, but my dad didn't really rock with me. 
Like he like, it's your fault to my mom. Like, why does our son look like this? Cause um, I ain't trying to tell my age, but I was born in the eighties. Okay. And uh, you know, ultrasounds ain't the same. Back when I was born, it was, oh, it's a girl. Oh, it's a boy. So when I came out, the doctor's like, hold on, we ain't never seen this before. Uh, it's, so it took them 24 hours to go and research and figure out to tell my parents what the pros and cons of what my situation was. And I ended up, or there was, it's called Shriners Hospital. I don't know if you ever heard of it. It's for kids with physical, mental, I don't know, mental, but a lot of physical disabilities. They so happened to be in a hospital that week. And they uh, help people. Like if I didn't go, if I didn't have Shriners in my life, I wouldn't have had any of the surgeries I've ever had. I had over 16 surgeries from the time I was six months old all the way until I was 17 years old. Um, so we, me and my, I live with my mom. So my mom, you know, she always, she gave me that confidence and all that stuff. My dad, he used to like put jackets on me and stuff like that. So my dad passed away when I was four. He had cancer. And he could have got one of his, whatever leg it was, got, got it cut off or something, however, but he didn't choose to. So he ended up passing away. So I was left with a lot of void questions. Like, I don't know this dude, but I'm a junior. So I got, it's got to mean something, you know? So I had a lot of dad issues growing up also along with my disability. Um, so my mom and my dad were never together. So she married my sister's um dad which is my dad um and so we move into a house we you know school starts I love basketball like but I'm I'm the person I'm the parent I'm the person I'm loud so I'm always watching and everything but I'm like man I'm tired of watching other people I, let me go try this out so I'm in kindergarten when I first started playing basketball and basketball is what got me to being the confident to being the person that I am today and throughout life because on that basketball court I'm gonna bust your ass. Like, I don't care who you are. I don't care what's going on. That's what I'm gonna do. Because from kindergarten and throughout, I would say to about like high school, that's what I did every single day. So I was getting bullied in school. You know, kids got jokes and all that. Um, when I was, I think, I know I was 10 once and I was younger than 10, I think seven or eight. I tried to um, suffocate myself and kill myself because I was like, you know, life was hard. Um, I was treated different. Kids were mean. I'm like, I'm over this. So um, obviously it didn't happen. Um, and I never even told my mom or or anybody until I got a, a adult. Uh, because it was like something, like as I'm doing it and I'm sitting there at, at a certain point, something just kept telling me, get up. And then I, you know, I ended up doing that. So throughout, I started getting on the team basketball like fourth fifth grade but I hated school I hated school like the learning whatever I hated it so I really couldn't play or even try out for the team in middle school because my grades were so horrible and you know you what you only got to get a 2.5 I couldn't get a 2.5 to even play mm -hmm. so um in high school is the last time I tried out for the team I was in ninth grade I didn't make the team but I got to play I was like the manager and I got to play. So in high school, I didn't know what I was going to do in life. I, I graduated with a 1.7 and my mom was like, you can go to school or you can stay at home with me. And I'm like, um, yeah, I'm tired of these rules. I don't know what you got going on lady, but I'm not about to stay here. 
And luckily, even with a 1.7, I got into a college. I go to college. I drop out twice. Like I said, school wasn't for me, um, especially when I went to school with my bros. We partied. Everything just wrong. So now I got to get a job. And like you were saying, it I, I could be qualified. I could be the best person to afford a job because my arms are short. I couldn't get a job. The only way throughout life I've ever got a job is because someone knew me. Hmm. Not because I, I think maybe, you know, temp jobs, they don't really care. But I'm talking about a job. But been a good job, the good jobs I've had, someone has known me. And so I couldn't even get Social Security. I was born with a disability. Hey, that's what it's called. Disability check. Uh, I can't get that. They, be, they said because I, I worked. I have a work history of more than what you're supposed to work with a disability. What? How can you tell me what I can work? So, right. yeah. So, um, like, I couldn't get help. I'm, I'm working. I'm going through the struggles of life. Like, I'm living with my buddy on his couch. And my mom was like, come home. I'm like, man, I'm not trying to come home. Right. I go home. And I started working and everything. And I ended up moving from Michigan. I'm from Michigan City, Indiana. And I moved here to Indianapolis. That's when life changed. My cousin, um, I lived with them. They were helping me out in life. Um, got a job. So, you know, I'm kind of rolling. <clears throat> then I meet my son's mom. And she has a daughter, which is my daughter now. Start dating. Everything kind of working. I got a good job. And then um, my son gets born. And so I was born different. My son was too. He's albino. So it's, and me and his mom get together, you know, we're together, get back together. We get married, we get a divorce. And then the pandemic happened. Um, in that process, I, um, I get a place, but because I don't get paid in the summer, I got a part-time job, but I don't ask anybody for help. Now I'm basically homeless. You could say that I'm living with friends on couches and all that. I ended up finding a place. Now, during the pandemic, during all that, I started, restarted my podcast. And then I started a clothing line. It's, it's called Christian Dewan. It's for my son. Um, but I created that all through, you know, the pandemic. And I shortened my story. I didn't want to go all super deep because I could go for a long time. But what I want people to get from my story is to bet on yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, and I break it down is believe, effort, and trust. You got to believe in your own abilities before anybody will ever believe in you. If I went to the court and they looked at me and said, oh, the kid with the short arms, oh, we're going to let him play a little bit. No, I'm coming on the court. I got next. It's me and my boys. You know what I'm saying? It ain't yeah. It ain't where it's like, oh, we, we feel. No, I believed in myself and I put in the work every single day. The effort. You got to put in heart effort, not just regular effort, not just, oh, I'm going to go to school and write my name and uh barely do my work that's what I did but when it came to life I had to give heart effort I'm a buck 45 now but I wasn't even I was a buck 20 I'm five I'm gonna say five seven on a good day but I'm really five six and I'm I saw I'm short I'm little but on that basketball court I got heart I don't care who you are how big how strong you're not gonna just do anything you think you're gonna do to me like I have that heart just like you got the strength I got the heart and that's heart strength or heart effort is the same as your physical strength. And then you got to trust the process. Like I had 16 surgeries and my arm was broke several times. They move in skin cartilage, different stuff. If I didn't trust the doctors, if I didn't trust the surgeons, if I didn't trust the process, 
then, or I'm like, no, nah, mom, I don't want to get that. My arms, I wouldn't be able to do the things I am today. Right. Like, so you have to trust that process, trust the progress of the process. Cause it's going to be ugly. It's going to be where it's going to rain for two years and you ain't got an umbrella. You ain't got a car. You got to walk to wherever you got to go. But then all of a sudden everything changed for you. You have to trust that. And if you don't trust it, it's going to mess you up in the long haul, but bet on yourself. That's what I did. That's why I'm the underdog with heroic heart. I bet on me. Like I don't bet on nobody else. Like I'm not, I don't gamble. I've gambled here and there, but I bet on myself. If I make a bet with you, I know I can win the bet because I already know what the outcome is. So I'm betting on me. If you don't bet on yourself, nobody else, nobody else is going to bet on you. Nobody else is going to want to help you. Nobody else is going to be around you. Right. want to be around you and it's give you an example and i'll let you speak it's just like if your car break down right you're sitting on the side of the road you're just standing there cars going fume but if you get out you lift your hood and you're acting like you're doing something or you're changing your tire oh let me see if i can help this person because you bet on yourself you might not know what you're doing but you attempt to try and then somebody else comes along and be like oh you don't got no tools i got you you know what i'm saying so bet on yourself with whatever you're doing that's perfect. That is perfect. What you said, you actually answered like half my questions, but that's perfect, you know, um, because people only pivot off how you feel about yourself anyway. You know, um, people, there are people out there that can read a person that's super confident and not to know how they're going to, you know, maneuver around that person. And so you're right. If you, if you have low confidence and you don't believe in yourself, it's very impossible to um, kind of demand that from someone else. Like you have to believe in you more than anything. And that attracts, you know, help, you know, that attract opportunities. So I just love that you said that, right? I love that. And it's almost like you do, you, me, I always say I do it scared. Like a lot of people are like, well, you do this. I'm fear, fearful all the time. But I know that I, in the past, I did something I was scared about. And it worked out. So it just keep I just keep going along with it, you know, until and, and until I get great at it. But I love the way you said that. Um, yeah, you kind of threw off all my questions with that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's your inner power, right? You betting on yourself because you've experienced people not betting on you. So you're like, man, screw this. If I'm gonna make anything happen, I gotta make it happen. I can't wait on somebody else to make it happen for me. Um, and the irony of you not really liking school and you being a teacher, I find that it kind of went full circle there. Like when you said that, I'm like, a lot of educators' stories start off like that, though. That's, that's so ironic to me. <laughs> yeah, the funny thing is my little sister went to college, became a teacher, and she don't teach. And I'm the one that teach. And it's so funny to me. That is, that is. Most educators are like, oh, I hate school. I'm like, every day of your life <laughs> so your alias is the underdog with the heroic heart um how did you, i know even though you just told your story but what was that moment where you decided to be the rescuer um so i was 30 like but this the thing now that i'm older and i look back i've always been like a helper Mm -hmm. I always had a, like, so I, I have a clothing line and I just made a hoodie. Um, it's called lovable asshole. And that's me. Like you might come across, I'm, I'm going to say what 
some what you're thinking but you don't really say it i'm gonna say it but i've always been that kind-hearted person I always kind of like been helpful to kids even younger even being a kid helping other kids out and stuff like that but it was when i was 30 um eric thomas dr eric thomas uh speaker he has a video on facebook and the video he he loud he talking to, he talking to me i'm like man why is this dude like talking to me like this like dang he's smacking me in the face so I joined his community. He so happens to come here in Indianapolis. And I I froze up when I met him, but his the brains of his whole business and empire, I talked to him. He told me, you know, do this, 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 this. So I started speaking and I got my first opportunity to speak. This was August when that happened, November. I got an opportunity to speak. I would just start emailing people like, hey, can I come speak, blah, 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 blah. A lady in the community did. And when people afterward, I was nervous. Like, I know I kind of messed up, whatever, but people was like, you inspired me. That motivated me. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Okay. So I started going to schools. I started um, going to the detention center. And when I started going and people would be like, you're inspiring me or kids, they see me out in the streets, be like, hey man, you remember me? I was at the detention center and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow. So from that point, it was like, okay, I like to talk. I'll talk all day. Let me figure out how I can talk and inspire people, but you know, also monetize it too. So it was me. It was my 30th birthday. I went on a trip, um, had a little too much fun, missed my flight, and I seen one of my closest friends' um, business. Like He was like, all right, bro, the weekend over with. I got to get back to work. He had a clothing line at the time. And he, you know, showed me all the business. I was like, if he can do it, I can do it. And that kind of started me on the entrepreneurial speaking, um, being able to be an author, having a mentor program, coaching, like never would have thought all this would have happened. And it all happened in a small time frame. And I just have been rolling with it ever since. That's dope. That's super dope. Once again, you took a chance. You jumped into something that you had no idea about. And you just maximized on that. And sometimes the best thing to do is to just do it. No thought. You're outthinking. You're, you're talking yourself out of it. And when the door is open, just running that thing and just allow, <laughs> just allow God to just do his magic. Because that's what he does. He perform miracles. He open up doors and say, hey, just trust me. Get in there. You know, and he just like just line up all your steps going forward. So I'm. That's, that's dope. That's super dope. And what's also even more dope is not only do you use your, you know, your inner power to believe in yourself, you actually like spread that to your son because the, the business you have is with your son. I believe you said that, right? Yeah. So yeah. it's called Christian Dewan, uh -huh. and that's his name, Christian Dewan Jones. Okay. And the reason I did it is because when my biological father passed away, he didn't leave me nothing. He left me with questions. Like this, that, and that. I'm still learning about him from my brother. I have a brother by him. So I learned certain stuff. I'm like, I don't want my son to not be able to have nothing once I leave. Right. And I was like, he's in the fashion. Let's do this. I do all the work. He don't do nothing but tell people he got a business. So if you want to say we in business together, you can, but I do everything. Actually, I got a black educator, one of our shirts, um, cause I'm an educator. So I, you know, I create different stuff. But yeah, I did it for him because I want him to understand ownership. Like he's, he'll be eight in April. If he don't want to go to college, you ain't got to, bro. Like we're in the times where college ain't necessary. 
But if you if you want to go, you'll be able to have enough money to pay for your own if you want to go. You know, right. so I just wanted to leave him with something, not leave him like I'm going to be gone, but create something that he can have of his own because his name is LLC. He could do whatever he wants with it. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of us in our community, they don't think about that. And I think I might be the first person in my family with my own business or he might be. And he's he was seven when it started, six maybe. So, you know, setting a different um, a different trend in my family. So definitely that's really all it was it was just trying to be something different even though business ain't booming booming it's good to say i have a business and it and it kind of sucks when you got to do business taxes and you forget to write stuff down throughout the year and you got to get all your stuff together and you like oh okay this is not as easy yeah i have one word for you my friend quickbooks <laughs> i don't know see I'm gonna have to tell you off uh, off line why I don't like QuickBooks. Okay. I changed and I yeah I don't like them right now. They they, point, they, okay. they doing something funny with the money and yeah I'm I'm ready to fight uh, QuickBooks. Oh okay well never mind. <laughs> but that has been my lifesaver because um yeah it is hard to keep up with you know all of that would be this business come with a lot of stuff so at least he's starting early. He knows the do's or don't. And you're creating a legacy and generational wealth. Because I feel like when I was younger, like, and I don't know if this is this happened to you too, because I feel like we're around the same age. It's like college, 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 college. That was just stuffed down my throat. Like it was no other option. You know, now years later, yeah, okay, I went. Um, however, I have all this too long debt. And I see people that never even stepped foot in the college just land their dream job, millionaires, online stores, regular stuff. And I'm just like, I didn't even know it was an option to work for myself. I didn't even, I, I went to school to get in debt to work for someone else and help put money in somebody else's pocket. What, what a revelation. <laughs> yeah, so that definitely, you know, school was talked about. But I, like for me, I always had, I'm not working for nobody else. Like I didn't know what I was going to do even as a kid. I didn't like someone telling me what I had to do and all that. It just didn't sit right with me. So I kind of knew at some point, I just didn't know what it was. But yeah, like it's college, 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 college. Like, so like I said, um, my son's sister is like my daughter. She's a junior. And I'm like, hey, what do you want to go to school for? She tells me. I'm like, when you go to college, if you're going to go, like, I don't want to tell her not to because her mom, you know, she's for it. I'm like, when you go, don't go to just learn how to do a regular job. Go and learn how to be the boss of that company. Learn how to operate in it. Don't just go to school to go to school. Go to school to learn something where you can be the boss when you leave, not where you can be the employee. Because sometimes we don't take advantage of the networking of the opportunity when we're in college. And you be seeing a lot of college people and you be like, dang, I should have been cool with bro. Like you understand now as an adult, but when you're young, you're like, I ain't messing with bro. They corny or da, da, da. And the corny, the corny, the corny people is getting that bread. You know what I'm saying? So right. and I like people, uh, little female, oh, you corny. Hey, call me corny all you want to. You, you, you're going to be, you're going to be mad. You missed out on this corny. So, but anyways, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely understand what you're saying with the uh, college, 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 college. 
Like, and you really, you didn't see entrepreneurs, you seen hustlers, business, you seen people that was fake running business. They ain't had a license, they ain't had nothing right. And it's like, now, you know, having a business, if you don't got that LLC, if you don't got that paperwork, that paper won't work. If you ain't got that paperwork, your paper ain't gonna work. You might, you know, have a little season where you booming, but don't let that uh that man called IRS catch you doing anything of that. You will regret it. Trust and believe. Yeah. You will regret it. So it's it's definitely good to be in different times where we don't have to tell our kids to go to college. Or um, the highest paid YouTuber, guess how old they are? Eight. Did you say eight? Eight. What are you doing? Playing with toys or slime or something? No, he's reviewing toys. His parents buy him toys and he reviews them and everybody watches them. And it's a little girl, I forgot what she does, but it's like two kids that making at least 25 million. Wow. So to play with toys. So if I tell my son, because my son's into that, he just don't, I think it's because I don't know how to dominate YouTube yet. So it's hard for, you know, I'm still, I'm showing him what I learned, but I think once, not saying he could dominate before me, but once I figure out how I can have someone show him what he really needs to do. I, I believe because of his personality and he gonna get a lot of female viewers cause he a little cute kid and they be, oh, he got the red hair and all that. But I tell him, just be you bro. Don't yeah. do nothing. Like that's one thing uh, that I want the listeners to be you. Don't be nobody else. This is how I, I went to work like this. I had a little jean uh, shirt over this but I had the, this shirt this hat and I had some cool kicks on you know why because the kids see me oh Mr. Eric oh I like your shoes oh I like your jacket all right that's cool y'all 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 understand that y'all like me now let me educate you now when you get out of line I, sometimes now I can just look at them you, did you really ask me that one girl asked me did, did you really ask me that so it's like when you're yourself People ain't going to like you right away, but then when they see the value you add, it's nothing they can do. It's nothing they can do to take away from who you are. You could have face tats. You could be whatever. You could be in the the um, the different community. It starts with an L. I don't know all the letters that go with it. I ain't going to mess it up because I know how that go, but you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. You can look any kind of way and be yourself. That's what people want is the real person, the real be what I say, be your own kind, be your yep. own kind. Yep. And then you will be able to do whatever it is that you want to do. I didn't mean to go off, go off the rabbit trail, but that kind of kind of led me. And then I kept looking at the sign behind you and it kind of fit to what I was, was going on. Yes. Boom, <laughs> I can rock it with that. But that's exactly why I started this platform. You know, I I said it kind of earlier, like I always kind of I kind of battle with me. You know, because I, I, it's just like, I just felt like an outsider, like for real. And I'm just like, well, something must be wrong with me because everybody else like this or everybody else does this and I don't really care for this. So maybe it's something wrong with me. Let me just keep editing myself and editing myself. Then I realized there's so much pressure to edit myself because I got to be this way with one person, be this way with the next person. Now I'm not remembering my personas because I'm like, oh, wait, wait, I'm like, you didn't tell me that. I didn't know you did that. Oh, crap. You know, so it just was too much, too much energy. And it was just so less energy and so easy to just be me. Look, if you don't like what I said and how I am, just 
scram. You know, like you don't have to be around it, but I have to be, I have to be me to survive. I have to be me to be mentally healthy because it messed me up mentally with that. You know, it, it made me always feel defected. And who wants to walk around feeling like they don't belong? You know what I'm saying? Who wants to, who wants that feeling? And so I started this platform based off that because I felt like there were other people that felt that way, especially when in the world of social media, when everybody is posting fantasies and everybody trying to live up to other people's fantasies. That's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. When you could just be, be who you are, love what you have, love who you with, and, and just live your life and stay in your life. Exactly. But one thing I want to uh, say to what you said, you got to be you not to just survive, but to thrive because you can't be somebody else if you really want to thrive. Because when you get around people who are real, who are themselves, they going to, that ain't you. Right. You, know, you, can, you can fake the fuck for so long, but it ain't really fake it till you make it. It's really work till you make it. And you got to work on your, you got to work on your, not edit yourself, but work on being a better version of yourself. Because exactly. as, as you get older, as you go through life, like you understand, I don't want to do that no more. Like my buddy I work with, he's like, yeah, my birthday, uh, we going out. I'm like, cool. He's like, yeah, you know, I'm like, all right, I might, but I probably won't. I don't go out. That don't excite me no more. Like right. it stopped exciting me paying somebody to go in somewhere, buy stuff there. And the only thing I'm trying to get is a woman out of there. I can go to the grocery store and be in, 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 in my um in my dad clothes and, and, you know, spark a conversation and talk to a woman and, you know, and she might be better off than uh, Shaquilla I met in the club. So, Watch you know, it's, it, I don't know. You just, as, as you get older, you understand life and how you have to um, be you. Like be, you gotta be you. I was born one out of 1 million people. I'm, I'm unique. I'm, I'm, I wasn't born like anybody else. There's not a lot of people that know the everyday struggle that I go through, but I'm still myself. I'm a lovable asshole. You either going to love me or you not going to like me at all because you like, he going to tell it how it is. That's just who I am. Right. And that's whoever you are. That's how you have to be. If you want to be great, you could be average and be fake, but if you want to be great, be yourself. Because if you ain't yourself, like you said, it's too much work. It's too much. I, I, I'm gonna tell. So I was married and I was cheating, right? It was long. I ain't, that ain't the reason why everything, but I was cheating, and I had to be a different person because I'm doing all this extra. And it was too. It was too. It was too much damn work. Like I was a brother was stressing, like going through it. I'm going through counseling. I'm like, this is not. This is not it, because I wasn't myself. Right. And so everybody, I don't, I mean, I still have to deal with my son's mom, but I don't, like everybody's gone because you'll learn as you go in life, them same people you was cool with ain't going to be cool with you as you continuously grow and be yourself. Now they're going to be cool with you if you fake in the funk, but if you your real self, you'll, you'll see. I don't know how old everybody that listens is, but you'll see, you'll see, like be yourself and keep working on you and you'll understand your purpose and you'll understand okay i can't do this no more i don't need to do this and i don't care if don't nobody like that i don't do this i don't care that no nobody like that i go to bed at 9 30 10 o'clock oh well that's when i want to go to bed like right. i don't want to take on the phone with you <laughs> you know what i'm saying 
No, no. And it's nothing towards, it's nothing against that person, but my sleep is more important than you right now. My peace is more important. If I don't get no sleep, I that right there for me. Yeah. My peace is my peace is everything to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I just made a shirt. I love my peace. Like I love my peace. I don't care how you feel. That's one thing you, you gotta you can't care how people feel when they feeling negative towards you or they are they stopping you from whatever you're doing. Because you know, you gotta care how your kids feel, care how your mom, your your siblings and all that. But I you can't care how people feel about you because everybody's gonna have an opinion. You can have a dollar in your pocket. You could be a billionaire and still gonna have something to say. So be you. Everybody think Kanye crazy. His bank account say different. Like it's some of you. We struggle. You people struggling, but you worried about him. His bank account good. If he wanted to stop doing everything he was doing and nobody ever heard of him, he could. He'll be good. He'll be good. That's why I love him so much. I know a lot of people against me for loving him, but I'm like, at the end of the day, I know, I know he gonna be Kanye. <laughs> And you have to be your, you have to be right. Kanye yourself. You have to be yourself. And I'm telling you, like I had to re, I had to rebrand. I had I had three versions of my podcast. Um, the first time I wasn't myself. I was trying to motivate and I'm doing all that. I cuss, I talk trash, I'm a little ghetto, I have crazy stories. So I'm like, let me be me. And then it started booming. And then the only reason I had to rebrand is because my co-host ended up passing away from a uh, car accident. So I had to do, you know, do something different. But you have to understand, you have to, you don't have to change, but you do have to rebrand yourself. Because as you grow, you're going to be as a different person. Well, you evolve. We're, here's yeah. the thing. Change is inevitable whether you want it or not. So either you're going to be in charge of that evolution or you're just going to let life take over. It's inevitable. We're not going to be the same person we were yesterday. You know, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, we're not. Are, That's just not how it works. What'd you, you say? Are, you're in a bad situation. If you're the same person you was 10 years ago, uh, get a mirror and go look in it for about a minute. And that should help you because you shouldn't be the same person you was. You shouldn't even be the same person you was last year. That's my the thing. The same person you was last month. Right. You ain't even supposed to be the same person you was yesterday. People don't understand that, though. But here's they the thing. You you would change physically, but if your mindset stays in that same area. Yeah. 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 But, but life keeps going on. Life. One thing about life, it keeps going on. When we dead and gone, it will still keep going on because so you might as well just roll with it and change and evolve with time like that's just how I, I look at it yeah that. you can't be in 2022 with a flip phone like you gotta you know what I'm saying you some can't people love they flip phones though it's some people that will not let they flip phones. It's, the, it's the technology now it ain't even about the the device it's the technology and the new devices it's so it's so don't much understand uh, of that stuff yeah they don't understand that that's just you know? like um when we were kids we just got the computer you know, look That's at where true. we at now. So right. think about our parents couldn't, they might not have had the resources or anything. Now, hey, go Google it. Whatever you want to do, go Google it. Go on YouTube. You're going to learn it. And it's, it's simpler because you got to evolve with the times. Like right. if you got a business, you got to be on social media, but you got to discipline yourself not to be on social media. Post, you know, because you can scroll and be on there 30 minutes. Like, dang, I didn't, man, I didn't, what is going on? 
TikTok, you be watching videos and you've been mm -hmm. on there. I'm like, I didn't get, I just got a TikTok, but I ain't, I don't go on there. Like I try not, like I post and get off. Like I don't go in there, but you got to understand the times that we're in. And like you say, you got to evolve. It's just like basketball. Do you watch basketball? Absolutely not. Oh, okay. Do you know who <laughs> Steph Curry is? Yes, I do. I like okay. him. Okay, Steph Curry. He's six foot three, slim, like nobody thought he was going to be able to do nothing, but he's the Michael Jordan of today's game. Like he's not LeBron, like LeBron is six, eight, LeBron. he's eight, but he, the three point, everybody want to shoot a three because of him, because of Steph Curry, oh. he's involved again. Boys is 6'10", 300 pounds, looking like a lineman. I want to shoot. If you don't take your big butt in the paint and post up, like, what are you doing? And that's what is, is evolved. It's like when you do, it's like our parents, they'll talk about us. Well, back in my day, and we do that now, I do that now, but it's like times is different. Kid, like, they don't go outside because it's crazy people outside, too. Like, you just can't let your kids be outside. Like, when we was kids, we was outside. Better be home for the streetlights. But time has evolved. And if you don't evolve as a parent or a grandparent, you're going to be trying to whoop your kids and ain't never talk to them. You ain't had a conversation. You don't know why little Johnny didn't have a bad day, but you want to whoop him because he had bad behavior. Didn't, didn't you have a, a bad day? Didn't you do something dumb at work? Oh, but nobody got to whoop you, but you want to whoop your kid. Make it make sense. Like, right. I don't whoop my... I, met, I give my son a warning. Hey, now if you do it again, you know what time... Don't even even... You know it. Just come on in and take this whooping. But times have evolved. When I was a kid, I got whooped. It was no question. It, the talking went as the belt was hitting. Why did you boom? You know, so yeah. it's different times and you have to evolve. And the reason why I said all those things to make people understand it's the simplest things in involving, evolving. It's not you ain't got to do a whole bunch of extra. It's just right. little steps that you got to take. And it's mainly your mind. Yep, your mindset your mind if you don't change your mindset um you just be comfortable you can be comfortable your chair look real nice if your mindset ain't changed you'll sit in that chair forever but if your mind changed at a certain point when you get more income coming in you're gonna have a different chair you're gonna have two chairs you're gonna have a different mic you're gonna have a whole uh studio right. because your mindset is you already got that idea in your head right now but right. you gotta work there and get there and evolve as it goes because you can't you can't have the same show as the first episode as the hundred episode so you understand where you have to grow and evolve and people just gotta you gotta get around just go ahead i'm let i feel like i've been talking a little much i'm gonna let no, you know it's your interview you can say you're oh, okay. talking but you know um yes um i feel like you're a little little psychic um i was looking at chair today actually but um i i <laughs> My anniversary, my BYOK anniversary is in April. So I started looking at my first YouTube channel and I'm like, wow, I was like in the corner, in the bedroom. Now I'm in a whole nother room. I got a little sign. I just bought some lights eventually to put up there, some more lights or whatever. And I'm like, wow, how, how I look from, you know, how I am from then to now is so different. You know, so it's just funny you said that because I'm literally going through old stuff so I can like play it or whatever. And I'm like, man, man. <laughs> yeah, it be, it, it's like that. Like you, you said you and I'm in my room in a little corner, you know, I got uh, my little light I got from five below. I'm on my nice little tablet. 
I remember I, I, I had a phone. That's how I did. That's how I do. Used to do a lot of my videos is my phone. Now I have something different and I go back. I was, I, I don't know what I was thinking when I started my YouTube. I had the homeless beard, like long, just rugged hat. Like I was looking rough, but I was still doing it. I was scared. Cause it's like, who am I talking to? Like, is anybody going to listen when I post this? Is like, and people was, and they was like, man, well, I love it. And it's like, you've been saying it the whole time. Like, you got to do it scared. You got to, you just got to do it. One yeah. thing I learned, my mom taught, uh, told me when I was younger, you got to try it first before somebody else will help you. Because if you don't, then nobody else is going to believe that you can do it. And so, um, or you could fake the funk. So I would tell my friends, oh, I can't zip up my coder. I would just have them doing stuff. They was cool. They like, all right, I'll help you, bro. My mom was like, hold on, why, why, why are you doing that? No, you need to do that because it was easy for me to do that, but it's gotta be hard for you to grow. If it ain't, if it don't challenge you, if it don't make you want to pull your hair, get gray hair, if it don't make you like say, skip this, I'm over this, I'm qu I quit, I quit. You talking to yourself because you're quitting on yourself. But if right. you don't have those emotions to where it makes you grow, because you don't learn anything until you actually go through a lesson. Man. Your life is always good. You ain't going to learn Jack. You ain't going to learn Jack. You have to go through all the lessons. I was listening to a podcast. I ain't this mature yet. But um, the dude said, pray for your um, play, pray for your lessons. I ain't there yet. I ain't there. I'm still going through. I'm still trying to figure out these regular lessons to help me get to a certain point. I ain't there yet. But I understand. He said you got to be mature. I ain't that mature yet. But that's the kind of that's where you want to be, where you're like, all right, God, I'm ready. I'm good. Come on. Let me get this lesson. Because after every lesson is a blessing. It is. And, and people don't want that. Like people want it easy. Like the kids nowadays. They they want that microwave. That's well, like, that's because of technology, though. Like you just said earlier, Google it. It's that instant, instantaneous. So they they don't have patience, and it's because of technology. Like it's no fault of theirs. Everything just comes so quick. That's why everybody go to Amazon versus going to people will not go to the store but sit by the door and wait on Amazon Prime for two days or something. They could have easily went to Walmart. You know, yeah. like it's it's that convenience. I'll just I'll wait that extra day if I'm not to go outside. You know, it's that's just how today is. You don't even have to go to the grocery store to get your groceries. You can order them online and somebody else can bring them yeah. together. Yeah, but see, when you do that, they might forget something, they might not grab the kind that you wanted. They like they always oh, forget yeah. something when I do it. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so you're one of those people that don't go to the grocery. See. I ain't bold enough to order yet, but I hate going. I've always hated because people just be rude. People don't say, excuse me. Like, it just be too much going on. It'd be one line. You'd be like, come on, bro. Like, where, like, I don't, I don't like, I, I have, it's crazy because I can, I'm a teacher and I got patience, but like outside of that, I don't got like in the car, I don't got patience. And it's it's so funny that I just thought of that. I really like I got patience when I really need it, but I'm I'm impatient. Like I want stuff to like not stuff to come to me quick, but like, you know, if I'm in a car, if I'm in a girl, I'm trying to go in and out. I don't need to be here 30 extra minutes because this line is long. Like, no, I can't be here for these specific things. I'm going in and I'm coming out. Like, but yeah, like you said, it's the technology. Um, it makes it convenience. But if you really want 
a good meal, you need to slow cooker. You gotta marinate the meat. You gotta, you know, go get the the real vegetables and all that. Put it in there. Let it simmer. Let it, cause if you when you do that, if you go get the little um, pot roast, um, microwavable, you put it in there. Oh, it might be good, but you gotta throw some extra seasoning. You gotta yeah. doctor it up. Right. But when you do it in that slow cooker, it's already cooking for you. It's right. already doing. And when it's done, that's just like a lot of people look at somebody. And be like, oh, they're overnight. They ain't an overnight nothing. They've been putting in work when nobody even knew who they were. And now somebody, they got an opportunity because they was consistent and doing it. And now they got an opportunity. Now, oh, where you come from? Bro, I've been doing this for, that's yeah. like, <laughs> I, I'm going to give, I'm going to give uh, the ego, uh, ego version of myself. So I'm seeing people speak. I'm like, bro, I can do that. I'm like, they ain't even that good but he's been doing it for 12 years. So that's why people know him. I've only been doing it one or two years. Ain't nobody, who are you? They don't know me. Now I'm in the game six years. So I got a little experience. Now I understand, oh, I get why people was, oh, I get, and you understand it because you trusted the process. You, right. you let it slow cook. You got to let it slow cook. You can't just wake up and think it's going to happen because if you can't do nothing consistent over a certain amount of days, guess what? You're going to be in the same position you was as the first day you thought you was going to be consistent. True. I don't even have anything to have to that. You're right. <laughs> but people, you got to like, and I know me and you are on a journey and we have our ups and downs and days. Yeah. And so I ain't telling y'all anything I'm telling y'all I've done or I've been through it. Like, so with the consistency, when I was consistent doing something, I'm winning. When I'm not con as consistent, the win's like, woo wee, we in triple overtime. Huh? When, when the game gonna get over? And that's because I wasn't consistent. That's true. Um, consistency also takes a lot of work too, but you're right. You just fall behind on your timeline when you're not, not consistent with it. So it's like, I'd rather just keep being, keep being, get tired and try to go to bed on time so I can just start over another day versus skipping and not getting anything done so makes a lot of sense <laughs> so I saw that you have two podcasts did you just mention you have one underdog talk and it's a Jones thing yes yeah, so uh with it's a Jones thing uh, uh I start that's the rebrand so I started by okay. myself and then I started interviewing people, different people, kind of like underdog talk. Mm -hmm. And then my friends, they were like, one of them, her name's Crystal, rest in um, peace uh, to her. She, like me and her would just go at it, not go at it in a bad way, go at it when we have debates and we both was tourists. So we both going at oh, it. No. I'm like, hey, let me be, let, come on, get on the show. So then it was her and her cousin, which is my friend too. Um, and then one of my bros. So we just turned it into... A us thing and we talk about different topics we had different segments and crystal ended up getting in a she didn't she got hit by a car don't know what you know if the person was intoxicated if they was texting but it, it something had to happen for them to hit her walking across the street walk in the morning exercising with her boyfriend like it was crazy happened out the blue so the uh thursday before this happened on a monday we had a meeting. We like, we're going to change the name. We're going to change it to tourist shit because all four of us was tourists. So we had what we going to do, boom, 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 boom. And then that happened. So at the end, so from August until end, I didn't do a podcast because 
that was um, Fanny, her name. That was her best friend, best cousin. So it was hard for her to come over my house, record, and I understood. And so I had to, I had to pray. I had to talk uh, to Krista. Like I'm like, hey, tell me what to do. Should I fire them because they ain't on it? What do I need to do? And it was like, start over. And that's how I got underdog talk. And it's basically how what I was doing before they joined. I'm interviewing different people, um, just having conversations with people that have a, a story. It don't matter what it is. I've had people talk about weight loss, um, mental health, a dad talking about being a single father, full-time father. Um, I got another lady coming on talking about uh, regular health, what different stuff you can eat. So different stuff just to help you become a better person. And that's... That's all I, I, I want to be able, I wanted to be able to have my own show and control it how I wanted to. And that's why I started because I had a radio show with a buddy. The radio station didn't work out for us because they was on BS and he didn't want to do the podcast. So I'm like, skip it. And now I know what podcasts really can do. Like you can podcast and stop working your job if you be consistent and yeah. you evolve. So that's what I'm trying to be on. And so I ain't got to go. I'm still going to work with the kids, but I ain't going to have to clock into nobody's job. Be more of a mentor or um, mentorship or something like that. Yeah, going to the school, get back into the schools. Hopefully, like I haven't really done, I haven't went to a school and spoke since COVID, but I used to love going into the schools and speaking and seeing the kids, talking to them, getting to know what's going on, like what's your music. That's why I asked my daughter, a lot of questions and I listen to the music she listens. well I don't listen to all that crap that they listen to but I try to I give it a chance yes. I try I try I try I don't understand what half of them are saying though like I'm really trying hard like I like the baby voice but I don't know what he's saying ever but I'll sit there and watch the video and be like yeah, he's animated so I like his videos more so than his actual songs though I <laughs> For, for me with the younger ones so I don't know if you watch um million dollars worth of game with Gilly and Wallow 267 Wallow he um interviews like different artists they do a lot of young ones Gilly used to rap so like um he interviewed Lil Baby and I was like you know I kind of listened to him but I'm like I don't really know so I listened found out who he was as a person and when I went and listened to him I'm like oh, that's like the young the like out of all of your young rappers, the baby, I'm going, you're going to hear that on the playlist. And the baby, like I get what you're saying. He almost sounds similar, but when you give him a chance, he actually saying something you got to get to know. He is. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's all about your preference. I'm a lyrical dude. I don't rap, but I can rap. So I'm a lyrical wordplay. So if it ain't triggering that, I'm like, like I'm not even going to mess with it. I'll give any artist, anybody, a shot but if I don't rock with it I don't rock with it I've messed with Adele you might hear me in here singing Adele oh, she's she might hear me in here. like my yeah. playlist is so great so I listen to um is it Fergie big girls don't cry yeah sir yeah so that's on my daily playlist is and not it's because of you listen to the words of what she's saying and after a relationship it helped like, hey, it, it, you got to put your big boy draws on and get, get yourself together. Right. That's over with. You can't. So I listen to stuff that talks to my soul, talk to my heart, or that I've been in a situation. And it's like, okay, I used to be here. 
now you know so the music is different for me but i'm very lyrical and i don't yes a lot of i don't know what i don't know i feel like <laughs> if i put out an album when i get to that point where i got that money money i'm definitely putting out a mixtape i don't care how old i am i'm putting out a mixtape just because i can do it and i'm gonna have you know good producers kind of like country wayne i don't know if you listen watch him he dropped the uh he's a comedian but he dropped the album as his alter ego and he dropped a real album and it's actually dope. So I'm going to do that one day, like just drop an album. And if they like it, they don't. If they do, I, they rock with it. But I'm definitely going to do that. I actually got a couple of songs written, but, you know, we ain't going to tell nobody about it. <laughs> you kind of just did. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I did. But see, you weren't even supposed to say that. You were supposed to just keep it rolling and go to a question or I miss my cue. I miss my cue. I'm sorry. I miss my cue. <laughs> but the one song that I did understand, I'm going to go back to this for a minute. The one song that I did understand for the baby, which would be my favorite because I only understood what I'm saying, was um, Lonely, the one he did with Lil Wayne. And maybe because I really love Lil Wayne, I, I you know, I put my ear to the to the speaker a little closer, but um, it was kind of real. He was talking about losing his brother and all of the controversy and the thing. He he said pretty much he said, yeah, I have all this wealth, but I still feel like I have nothing. You know, I feel like I don't have anyone. You know, with all of this, I still feel lonely. So of course, Lil Wayne, you know, killed killed it, killed this verse. But um, yeah, so I just, I love that song, like because I actually can understand what you're saying. So I'm not saying they're not saying anything. It's just I have to really like concentrate <laughs> on some of the people like, okay, let me go to uh what is it, lyricgenius.com and just read while you're you're rapping. Oh, what what? What you doing? You uh, you telling your age. You telling your age with that. I remember looking up the lyrics. See, we didn't have that. We had to go look up the lyrics. You had to listen to the song 55 times just to know that everything. So I definitely understand. And I used to be so pissed when I got the CD and they didn't have the words on there. Like, look, you pay all this money for this and you can't even give me the words. I got to listen to this over and over again just to sing along. <laughs> Especially like if you listen to Bone Thugs or Twister. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Just yeah. put the lyrics in the paper. The little um, Some people might not even know what I'm talking about. But yeah. just put the lyrics in there. Like, just put it in there. Yeah, we used to have the, uh, the tape. Then we had the CD. Yeah. Now, now uh, speak. I'm glad you just said, speaking of evolving. So I used to work at this one of the ghetto malls here in Indianapolis. Um, and it, dude, oh, I'm selling CDs. So one dude was like, hey, bro, you got a SoundCloud? You got an Instagram? No, I ain't got that. Well, he's like, all right, well, I'm cool. He got mad. It's like, bro, it's 2020. Yeah, it was like 2020, maybe 2021. Bro, nobody listens to CDs anymore. No. Nobody. Because guess what? We go to our phone. We get to pick whatever we want to listen to, however we feeling that day, whatever song, whatever song, it don't matter whatever song you want to listen to at that moment, YouTube or whatever music thing you got. So that's where we listen to our music. So if you ain't got that, if I can't go to that, I don't wanna, I might buy, you might get some people to buy just to support. She ain't gonna make no real money. You ain't no. gonna boom because the times have evolved. Right. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That's that's, that's a good, that's times have evolved. I might not talk about that because we look. When, okay, I was born in 86. What year were you born? 83. You look no, you're not older. You're seasoned. You got a little more seasoned. First of all, it's only three years. You acting like I said 1976. <laughs> uh, so I'm just gonna say you're closer to 40 than I am. 
Yeah, that's true. But I mean, at first you first you were old until you found out I was older. Now you feeling a little younger. I, I kind of see what's going on. <laughs> well, I look young. I look young too. I I don't I, I don't know. You, who you do like. you do. But when you like what you're saying and you're like in my thirties and I'm listening, I'm like he's around the same age I am, huh? Why are we going back to the past? You're talking about something <laughs> we talked about twenty minutes ago. I don't I don't know what is going on here. I, I have to go backwards because you try to evolving, three whole years and you just trying to go strong like I'm super old. Uh, You're seasoned. Really? So. <laughs> you know, you, yeah, you, some stuff changed when I was born after you. So, and plus What, what possibly happened within that three years? I'm saying. Crack, the crack epidemic. Uh, oh, really? Are we going to really? Because people... People was more sober when I was born than when you were born. Is that what you're saying? I don't know. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Here. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. No, what's going on? I don't know what you're doing. I don't understand. I don't know what's going on here. So at BYOK, we have a um a staple question, and that is, if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be, and why? heart hmm. uh the reason why um because when you break when i break heart down it's heroic uh heroic effort oh wait heroic effort effort um and realizing truth because you have to have you got to be a hero to yourself you got to have that heroic effort um no matter who you are what you're doing and then you got to realize your truth. I had to realize my arms are short. They're not going to grow any longer. Like I'm going to have to deal with certain stuff throughout life. And that's just what it is. Like I can't be uh, ashamed that I look this way or anything. I got to, you got to realize your truth. And then when you do that, you have heart, you, you, you're going to succeed. That's why I'm the underdog with heroic heart. Cause you ain't just the under, I ain't just the underdog. I got that heart and that heart will push you further than a lot of physical, a lot of anything. It's just like, um, when you got a car, you got the gas and you bing, it's on E. You still got another tank in there to get you. You might not be right at the gas, but you can get to that next one. Even if it's a couple miles, cause it's an extra tank. It's an extra tank in you it's called heart. Like you can't give up. You got to go to that extra tank and that extra tank going to push you to where you need to go. I love that. I love that. You have just like dropped so many like wisdom nuggets in this episode. So I hope listeners that you are inspired, like for real, because I totally am like you're speaking to me right now, consistency, confidence, like things of that sort. So I'm just, I'm just drinking it all up. <laughs> I really am. I really am. I haven't been able to be on. I've I've been, you know, my own podcast. So I'm interviewing other people. And, you know, I, I try to drop a little stuff in there, but I haven't been on no one's show in a minute. I think no, it's yeah, it's been about a month or so. So I, I like to talk. So when I get an opportunity and you know, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk my talk. Yeah, and you're right, it is different. I was on someone's podcast maybe last month. And it was awkward for people to ask me the questions and I can just talk. And I'm like, oh, wow, I don't really, I, I give little nuggets about, like you said, in, in, you know, the interview about myself, but to really just talk about myself, it was so different. It was such a different experience for me. Yeah. 
so where can people find you? Um, so like my person personal speaking page on Instagram is Eric Jones Jr. Speaks, Eric Jones Jr. on LinkedIn. Um, everything else is underdog talk podcast on Instagram, on uh Facebook, or Christian Dewan um on Christian Dewan J on Instagram and then Christian Dewan uh on Facebook. That's where, and on LinkedIn, Eric Jones Jr., I said that, and oh, Eric Jones Jr. speaks on Twitter. And then on TikTok, it's underdog talk. Yeah, I do more on, on TikTok, I do more of like my school stuff because kids are funny. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. Well, you have anything upcoming before we end the episode that you want to tell anybody about? Yes, if you're in the Midwest area, I will be in a fashion show. I can't remember exactly what the name, like the full name, but it's April 23rd, be here in Indianapolis. Uh, if you go to my pages, there'll be, um, I think we'll start promoting this week. That's what the lady said. Mm -hmm. So it's my first fashion show. So I'm I'm a little nervous. I'm putting stuff together. I'm a fashionable person, but I'm kind of nervous. Um, Check out my podcast every week, Wednesday at five o'clock, Underdog Talk. Um, I def definitely got to get you on the show. Um, oh, I'll be, I'm honored. Yeah, thank you. I'll be there. <laughs> all right. So um, that's kind of that's kind of the only thing I've I've my focus this year, starting off the year, is just the podcast and the clothing line. Stop mm -hmm. trying to do a million thousand different things. So those two things are um, coming. I'll be 36 coming up too. So I'm, I got to figure out where I'm going for my birthday and that's about it and if no uh, my son's birthday coming up i was gonna say if y'all wanted to help sponsor the trip but we already paid for it but we're taking them to universal studios <laughs> so, you need you know, spending money yeah if you yeah go to those uh go listen to the podcast and listen to the ads and i think um you can uh, yeah i got where you can you can get leave a tip you can you know that comes so do that <laughs> it's for the trip it's for christian it's not for me it's not for me or my pockets it's not that i'm the atm of the family but you know just for him okay gotcha. help us out dad help dad out <laughs> gotcha well eric it has been a pleasure you know I, I look forward to being a guest on your podcast however today i want to thank you for being a guest on mine and just showering us with all that wisdom of yours like like you you had it stored up for today so i love it <laughs> oh well, thank, thank you for the opportunity of being on your show thank you for you know allowing me to share my story and i i don't know i i think it's I, it's kind of have been a little like i said like when you have your own show you don't really get to talk how you want to so it, it's a good opportunity i love to talk and I, I'm glad I can make you laugh and you didn't want to, you know, boot me off or anything, even though you tried to bully me a few times. Oh, Lord. More because of season than I am, but we'll leave that alone. You just gonna keep saying it, huh? <laughs> oh, I, and you just, you don't have to keep like, you know, pinpointing that point. Like you could have, I, I said a lot of different things tonight, so you could have pinpointed anything, but you keep pinpointing that. I don't know. You kind of just is. brought that up again. I do have the power to edit it out, but I won't because then people won't understand the laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't take it out. Like they need to know. Like you know, 
know, they need to know what? Nothing. <laughs> okay. Nothing. They just need to hear the whole show. I don't think there's any editing needed. I didn't use any bad language. I think they just need to hear everything, you know? Just let them. Oh, you know, okay. Know? All right. Three whole years, everybody. So, um. <laughs> When did, when what year did you graduate high school? Two thousand one. Yeah. Oh, so okay, so you was just a senior when I was a freshman. I just kind of feel like you're just making more season comments. Just no, I, no, I, I was. I was, that one was really saying like you ain't really, you know, because my I, my little sister is three years younger than me so it was like when she was younger it's like ah but now she got older like you know if she got friends her age and stuff it's like yeah I ain't really that young y'all really not so you know I'm not really really that younger and you're not that much seasoneder you just got more seasoning you was marinated a little you know whatever but you know you, oh lord I feel like I'm you're making it worse but <laughs> But that's okay you know, because if if I don't age, I die. So I'm okay yeah, with. Aging. I've made you laugh, and you know, laughter brings longevity in life. So I've helped you live longer today by laughing at my jokes. So it's all good. It is because I can continue living my season life. <laughs> yeah, laugh. You might not laugh as much. You know, you can come always come back to this episode and get a laugh. Do you hear this, audience? Do you hear this? <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now, all I'm going to say, I don't before you close and close, don't try to come for me on my show. I'm just going to let you know now. Don't come for me on my show. I feel like I'm, I'm going to have a lot of younging jokes and a lot of younging statements that I probably will interject now because you have, for three minutes, <laughs> called me seasoned in so many ways. That's you. You can do all the young jokes, but I'm very I'm mature now, and it's I'm not really young. I like um the the aunties and grandmas and stuff of that sort. So you're not really gonna get me. I like being young, and looking young. Hopefully. I'm glad you like that, and I like I like aging, so that's great. And it's only three years, but and I have a sister your age, so I think that's why I was just like you're not that far. But yeah, <laughs> forty before I will. <clears throat> You know what, audience? I want you to be your own kind. And you know what? No matter how old you are, be it 26, 36, about to be 39 and looking amazing, you <laughs> don't let people bring you down. <laughs> so, <laughs> anywho, this was such a great time. This was such a great time. I like to laugh. So this is a really great time. So um, listeners, I hope that you have just picked up on some, uh, some of these nuggets you know, and keep continuing and believing in yourself. And for next time, um, don't forget to be kind to yourself and to each other. Bye.